This week on the podcast, Carrie and I are doing part two of the mistakes people make when they visit Walt Disney World for the first time. But first, we're covering the after hours parties and did Disney cancel Christmas? (laughs) Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Hi, I'm Francine. And I'm Carrie. We're two best friends who can't stop talking, usually about Disney stuff. Sometimes we have fascinating guests, and sometimes it's just us, but it's always positive and fun. We're happy to have you join our chat. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. (laughs) Hi, Carrie. Hi. (laughs) We're both laughing because every time we try to start, or we're talking about getting started recording, your cats start singing in the background. I don't know if anybody can hear them. I'm sure we will. They're, uh... (laughs) <laughs> what did you say? They're singing the song of their people. They're singing the songs of their people. That's what they, yeah. <laughs> it's Figaro. He wants to go outside, but it's rainy and yucky outside, and he's not going outside even if it wasn't rainy and yucky. He's inside today. Right. So now and he's, he's meow, walking meow, at you. Meow, meow, <laughs> meow. And how are you doing today? I'm all right. Good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. In this rainy I'm, day. Yes, it's it's a bit of a rainy day here, but um, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We had some uh, great feedback on our podcast from last week. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was really good feedback. So we're going to get to that. We're going to do like a part two of uh, the planning mistakes Ooh, that people mistakes. yeah mistakes that people make because this is good. We're getting into the topics of planning because uh, with any luck, I'm going soon. I hope uh, we're just waiting to hear what's going on with the border and flights and all sorts of stuff. But um, yeah, so I'm very excited. So it's good to start talking about planning. Yeah. But one of the things that was coming up all over the social media was the holiday parties and stuff. Christmas. And, yeah. And somebody actually commented on one of my posts and I deleted it because it wasn't very helpful. Um, (laughs) They said, Disney canceled Christmas. You should boycott them. And I'm like, what? And (laughs) I guess I hadn't really paid much attention to all of the details yet because, of course, I'm just focused on going soon and not the holiday time. Um, So you and I did a little bit of research on, on the parties to take a look and see what on earth he was talking about. Yeah. I don't like negative comments like that. <laughs> and, and it's halfway to Christmas. Woohoo! Oh, Carrie, seriously. Like, you know, I am not, I'm not a big fan of Christmas. Like, it's just, it's just not my ho- I don't like the big holidays like this. And everybody, like, it's halfway to Christmas. Can we just like, enjoy the summer? Like, we were just summer? halfway to Halloween a couple weeks ago, wasn't it? Like, it just seems like yesterday we were like, woohoo, it's halfway to Halloween, Halloween party, Halloween. We were debating what was, what the Halloween party might look like or the decorations or whatever. And then it seems it's now it's halfway to Christmas and we got to think about what, what Christmas entails. Why can't parks. we just enjoy the summer? I know. It, the summer. Yeah. yeah. That. These we people look forward that forward to all, all right? winter and spring. There's too many of these Christmas people, and it's funny because I posted something online and said like it can't just be me, like I'm not ready for Christmas or whatever. And I thought, oh, I, let's see how many people feel like me. Yeah, not a lot. 
There's I find I don't I don't I just like I just kind of ignored ignore it like the Christmas thing I hadn't really paid that much attention to it because I was like yada 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 like I said it was it was Halloween a couple of weeks ago now it's Christmas I'll look at it later like I just wasn't I wasn't overly excited that oh my goodness I ha- like I have to see what the heck they've said I'll, I thought I'll look at it I'll look at it a bit later I'll catch up on my news later you weren't feeling the holidays right now no. Well, there's all of this chatter about the parties and they are more expensive than prior years. And yes, they're not a part. They're an after hours. Exactly. They are not the, the Halloween and Christmas parties. They're after hours events, which were traditionally more expensive anyway. And fewer because, people. Because they're very limited in capacity. So it's kind of it, it's looking like that's what it's going to be. Yeah. It looks like there is not a parade. Like when I went through all of the details and I'm thinking, okay, so what are, what's, what's the big difference? Like why are people having a fit? And quite honestly, it looks like it's the fact that there's no parade. It's, it looks like there might be cavalcades and character sightings or whatever. There is a fireworks show. Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks show is going to happen at the Magic Kingdom. Nice. And... You know, after hours access, less time waiting for the attractions, holiday themed attraction overlays and Cinderella Castle projections. But it does not sound like they're going to be putting the icicles on the castle, (laughs) which I'm okay with this. I really am okay with this. It sounds like and people were having conniptions. They're like, oh, my gosh, Disneyland's going all out. Why isn't Walt Disney World? Because Walt Disney World is turning 50. Exactly. Every year they get a big Halloween, they get a big Christmas, whatever. They only turn fifty once. Let's yeah. let's let her have it. Yeah, the fifty the fifty decor and the fifty celebrations are ta- like they they have press like their priority over yes. an annual Halloween party or Halloween decorations and Christmas decorations because like they put decorations everywhere usually, right? Like they're yes. it's everywhere. So imagine you know the efforts. And planning and money spent to overlay the parks with 50th for them to, for two months, well, Halloween and fall, and then for Christmas to put up, they can't put up the same stuff that they do. So I'm, yeah. Yes. Like it makes, it makes sense that they would tone, tone it back. And, and, yeah. and I don't know what they would have done. Like, was this the plan all along or is this? Because yeah, maybe they can't, they can't. Um, like what? Do you, what do they do when there's an anniversary? And then they they well, already have to... plan regular plans in place. Like that. Like when they've had other anniversaries, and maybe they've made it the castle a cake or whatever. Like there probably wasn't all of those festivals and parties and things that they would use. There wasn't. Have. Like, there wasn't. Like, it's like I don't remember ten them times way. more activity and things to get in the way compared to back then. Yes. And really, like, the 50th should take precedence. It should be the priority. It's a big event. Mm-hmm. And it's I huge. noticed they're saying on, so, because they are doing holiday stuff at all of the parks, as they always do. So the Magic Kingdom will have uh, the party or the after hours event. And it includes treats this time. So it includes, like, you can get ice cream, popcorn, bottled beverages. Um, although, like, really, how much popcorn can you eat? But whatever and 
there's going to be sort of uh, holiday-themed photo pass opportunities because those are always fun. But they are saying, so at Hollywood Studios, they're doing the projection show on the Tower of Terror. And I really like that. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is neat. It's it's a nice holiday show, and I, I love that. And uh, the Muppets are making an appearance in there, so that's good mm-hmm. for you. And uh, so, but they do say this holiday show will alternate with the tower's nightly transformation into a beacon of magic. Mm. So remember, the 50th, they're doing like these beacon of magics at each of the four parks. Then, yeah, so that has to take priority. So they're going to have to just alternate. Like, can't have somebody going in like... You know, the start of December, hoping to see the celebrations for the 50th, but they can't because every, like, they're putting a Christmas display on the Tower of Terror and they don't get to see the other one. Right. Like, people are going for the 50th. Like, that's a big deal. So even Animal Kingdom, you know, they're doing the the um, character flotillas sailing down Discovery River. Uh, but the park centerpiece, the Tree of Life, becomes another beacon of magic, beacon of magic. most nights. Yeah. So that's, you know, it makes sense to me. I'm, yeah. I'm good and with they this. they can't have these beacons of magic clashing with all kinds of other stuff. Like, they've, yeah. like they've got to just keep the, the theme and everything on point. Like, again, it's her 50th. Yes. Let's celebrate the glory of the 50th for Walt Disney World. I'm so excited about it. But now they, so even at Disney Springs, though, the Christmas tree trail is coming back. That's cool. That's pretty popular. Yeah. So even though I'm not a Christmassy person, I do love that tree trail. It's it's pretty cool. The trees are really quite amazing to see. So I am. You need to have something a little different to do at Disney Springs, like special to them. Because people, you can go to all of the different hotels, the deluxe hotels to see their christmas trees and see their gingerbread houses and see all of that stuff yes Um, but that's a lot of that like that's a lot of effort to hop around and whatever whereas you can go and see beautiful fun themed trees and different things at disney springs like i'm sure most people uh plan a trip to disney springs on their trip they might not you know plan a monorail resort hop or a or deluxe hotel hop to see this or that but but a lot of them do go to disney springs so then everybody can enjoy it absolutely we did one year we had a we had our rental car and uh we did a tour of a lot of the resorts to go see all their christmas stuff it they do go all out and they are going to do they're still going to do a bunch of the displays at the resorts so holidays are coming back they are they are i think you know negative nellies will be negative nellies tone down a little bit in the parks yeah. Maybe it'll be toned down a lot, but like whatever, it's the fiftieth. Like I think I think when we lay our eyes on what they've done to the parks for the fiftieth, it like you won't you won't care. You'll forget. Yeah. Exactly. You'll be just mesmerized. I can't wait. It's gonna be so exciting. So we're planning to go mid October. Uh so we'll be we'll be reporting from from the magic of the fiftieth. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. So I don't think there's anything else to cover on these holiday after hours. That's our that's our view of them. I don't know if I'll buy a ticket. I don't think I will. Yeah. Um, me, I don't know. We'll see. I'm more of a last minute kind of gal. I'll figure it out when I get there and see. But honestly, like, I think they're great for some of the photo pass experiences. And for the after hours events. I love that they're, you can walk on to the attractions. Like, they're so good 
for getting on a whole bunch of attractions you wouldn't have got on before. And during the parties, that's not necessarily the case. And because of the parades and everything else with the parties, you didn't want to spend too much time on the attractions and miss out on the other stuff. So these after hours are really good for that. Mm -hmm. Would you buy a ticket for them? It depends. Probably not. Like, because I think it isn't a party. It's an F, like the parties you go because the parade's amazing. Like Halloween yes. is like you, that parade's amazing. The fireworks are amazing. Yes. Like I buy a ticket just for those two things and to get some candy. So, you know, I, <laughs> no rides, you know, anything extra beyond that is a bonus because I feel like at the value of seeing the parade and the, the fireworks, yes. I watch the parade twice, see the fireworks and I just love people watching. That's worth the price of the ticket. I don't know about going it. Like, I'm not drawn to go in because there's light crowds. Yes. But but if there was more, like, if there was photo ops and different things, and I might be uh, more in, enticed to do it to one of these ones mm-hmm. versus a regular old, like, after hours where the draw was really just low crowds and Mickey bars. Like, if, there's, yes. if they're plussing it up with, with seasonal... Uh, perks like photos and mm-hmm. merch or whatever like then i would i would be more enticed to to try one of these ones versus going the way yes. they, were, they used to be so yeah i for me the merch of the 50th is going to be that's it's going to be everything i can't wait to see what they come out with the merchandise for this stuff it's going to be nutty like the, i'm going to need the, a truck to get home the disneyland 60th <laughs> merch was like i don't even know how many pieces there were so i could imagine it would be the same like there's just everything is going to be Mm -hmm. branded and maybe not as like the 60th at disneyland a lot of things were bedazzled because it was a diamond celebration but it'll be uh it'll be uh iridescent everything will be iridescent and shiny and sparkly i'm sure Um, yeah as long as they don't bedazzle at all because you know i'm not i'm not a big fan of the bedazzling when they put all these little crystals and stuff on it. But even with the 50, like the the Fab 50 collection, like that there, that there alone allows so many merchandise opportunities. Oh like my goodness. The stuffies that are going to be gold, the pins. Like, so this week they showed the Mickey Mouse and the Goofy statue. statue. And when they did the Mickey Mouse, the first one, oh my um, they, at the end of the video, like the, the iridescent castle turns into a, transforms into a castle that's got 50 50 um blocks like they've cut it they've made yes. it into like a puzzle or not a puzzle but you know what i mean like they've divided it up into 50 sections and so i was like yeah there's 50 of them there and they put the mickey in in the, the very mm-hmm. first section and then goofy's in the next section so then i thought oh boy that's that's a pin set right there like that's something that's gonna go on the wall maybe it'll be a maybe <laughs> there'll be some sort of a draping maybe it'll be like i don't know but i can see that being something where we're gonna stick all those 50 gold pins <laughs> Oh, the pin collections that can come out of these things. So the pins, the stuffies, the keychains, the, the t-shirts, t-shirts. The everything. Oh that, my goodness. That will be, when um, I saw the unveiling of the, the Goofy one, they had Bill Farmer introduce, so the man, the, the voice of Goofy introduce it on Instagram. And let me tell you, at the end, when he started talking, so he was talking, then they showed Goofy, and then he was voicing Goofy. I could have burst into tears. It was like the, all the goosebumps. It was so incredible. That's I'm good. so excited about this celebration. You know what my biggest challenge is going to be now, Carrie? When I go in August, not buying all the things. Because there's going to be all the things in October. 
You just buy them both times. <laughs> I don't know how I'm getting home. <laughs> buy all the things in August and then they'll be all the thing that'll be awesome will be that in August you'll see all the stuff that you haven't been able to buy because it's yes. been so long. Like the one thing with going to the parks a lot is that when you go and you see new merch, you get really excited because if you go often, you start you see the same stuff over and over again, and then you it's think, all "Have the I same. like yeah. you, you go enough that you know that that's like you know when something's new because you're like that haven't seen that that's brand new that's brand new that's brand new." So you're gonna have the brand new stuff and the fact that you haven't been for so long in August. So you got you're gonna have to go bananas and just get your fill of stuff. And then when you go in October and and then carry on from there, think of all the brand new stuff. I know. We'll like, Carrie, how am I going to get this stuff home? We'll lose our marbles. <laughs> but I'm sure there'll be a like at, for the Disneyland 50th, 60th. They had a they had a store like when yeah. So I'm sure there'll be a there'll be a hub somewhere where we can like go in and like faint or <laughs> we're gonna we'll be buying extra suitcases Babbling to get like everything now. When we see it, when we see all of these all this lovely iridescentness, it's gonna on be everything. incredible. I'm just so, like, I watched, there was another girl, a Canadian girl that went down last week on Instagram, and she was, she was doing it on her stories. And let me tell you, I was so unbelievably overwhelmed and excited watching her stuff. And I wasn't there. I, like, she was, she was tearing up in the plane when it was landing. Like, just, and I'm thinking... Is that where it's going to happen? Like, I'm going to have to chronicle it because I don't know when it's going to happen to me. Is it going to happen when I get to the airport? Is it going to happen when I get on the tram, you know, at Orlando when I'm going to get my luggage? Is it going to happen? Yeah, Like, I don't know. I don't know when it's going to hit me. Or is it going to hit me when I get to Bay Lake Tower and that elevator talks to me? Because that was the one that made me cry on the YouTube video. I watched all the Disneyland, Magic Kingdom, everything else. I was fine. They get in the elevator and it says first floor. I burst into tears. <laughs> I think it's going to happen a few times. You think? I might just be a bubbling idiot for, for quite a while. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, yes. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely planning mode. Mm-hmm. So... That was kind of part two. That's why we decided to do part two. So the way that it all came about was we we decided to do last week's podcast because I was going back and updating old blogs. Um, so I had a blog I posted like a couple years ago and it was, you know, kind of stale content. I was updating it and it was the mistakes people make, first time mistakes. Mm-hmm. So we were like, oh, good podcast topic. After we recorded it, the day before that podcast released, I got an email from HuffPost, like the the online magazine, asking for an expert's view on first-time mistakes. And I was like, what? This is so bizarre. (laughs) So anyway, so I sent in the quotes. And uh, now I appear in the article as a as an expert. As an expert. Isn't that so funny? It's it's kind of hilarious. Um, So anyway, so that happened. And then we posted the day it went live and said, you know, what mistakes have you made? And we got tons of responses of really good. You know, it's almost like a double click. It's like, let's drill into all the mistakes that you could do. And they're a lot more specific. Yeah, that's the thing. Ours were more ours are more general 
like you've never been, you don't know nothing, you've you like living under a rock, don't really know much about Walt Disney World. Don't do these things wrong. The tips that we got here are traditionally more detailed tips that you probably would get from your travel agent or whatever as you're talking through this stuff, but they were so good that we have to we have to share them. <laughs> we have to share so them. So part two. So this is part two. Yes. Um, so the first one we got from Tammy was going the day after Christmas. Never even made it through the parking. It was so packed. So they went back home. <laughs> so that's a big one that people don't really get. When you think, I remember thinking to myself, who on earth would go to Disney for Christmas? Like Christmas Day. Like why yeah. would you? I'm a huge Disney fan, but I would never go because Christmas is at home with trees and turkeys and, and family. There well, are lots of people do. The parks can get to capacity. <laughs> yes. So if you don't know any better, you may not like you may not even get in. To her point, they, they never even made it through to the parking. There's a tiered system at the Magic Kingdom that shuts the park mm -hmm. when it reaches capacity. Yeah. You know what I always say to people when they ask about going over the holidays? And maybe this is completely not the best advice, but my advice is always, <laughs> my advice is always, like, I always say, like, obviously people go to Disney over the holidays. Like, a lot of people, it's their family tradition, right? Like, they've got what they, they do what they do. They Maybe they go every single year, every other year. Like, obviously, like, the parks get to capacity. The locals come, people come on their regular annual vacations. But I'll always say, like, I don't know, like, I feel like, that's who that time that's who that time of the year is meant for the people that go all yes. like like to be a rookie and go during that week like i'll say to people like i've i've like i went a long time ago my very 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 first trip when i was in high school with my friend we went at christmas time and we were in the parks on christmas day and i don't remember being anything like that back then but like i'll like from what I understand, I didn't like, know you were in the parks on Christmas Day yeah, once. Yeah, we went. Yep, for sure, we were absolutely there on Christmas Day. Um, but I, but I, um, but like I said, I've heard like sometimes when it's really busy, like you can't see the ground. And I go, I'm not exaggerating. Like, yeah. you can't see the ground. There's that many people that you can't see the ground. And, so, and but I say like so many people do go, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I just don't know that if it's the best thing for a new traveler like to go your very first one week vacation and say i'm going between christmas and new year's like you really need to know what you're getting into yes whereas if you've been and i've had people like you know that they say oh i'm thinking about going at christmas and if they've been like at least once or two or three times like you know what you're getting into like you know what your family likes to do you know you know you research what it entails and it's probably not so bad because but i couldn't imagine your very first trip, <laughs> Carrie, landing on like Christmas, uh, like oh, we're gonna go from Christmas Eve to New Year's Day or whatever, and yeah. then and then and then yeah, like hitting. I don't even know. Like saying they hit a wall is probably an understatement. It's right? so, like, it's so. Fun. I had a guy at my work years ago who came to me and he's like, "I'm taking my family to Disney for Christmas." Never been, and I'm like, are you crazy? Like, don't do it, don't. And I, I, I did everything in my power to talk him out of it. I told him about the crowds, that he had to be at the park first thing in the morning or he wouldn't get in, they'd have to stay there, all of that. I painted such a horrible picture for him, and he went anyway. And then he came back, and he had like four kids, him and his wife, 
and it was the most magical vacation he'd ever had. He I was like a bubble. Disney fan through and through. They got to the Magic Kingdom in the morning. They enjoyed the park. They waited in crazy lines. They ate the food. They did all that stuff. They were shoulder to shoulder with people. And he said he would do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah. And I, and I was like, pretty cool. I, I don't understand. I don't like I I can't imagine that being enjoyable. But but I think it depends on the people that are doing it. Right. Like there's some, you know, like his family and his and their personalities and how they are and their fandom or whatever, like the, however they operate works in that situation. Right. Yes. Like, I don't know how many times I've heard people say that they've, you know, their brother went to Disney and with his family and it cost them you know, in Canadian dollars, $1,500 or $2,000 for the day there. And like, oh, why would I want to go and spend all that money for one day there or whatever? Like there's some people, they don't want to wait in lines and like just it's no matter what, like Christmas would never work for them or that one day scenario when you go and you spend <laughs> you spend all that money for your one day tickets and, and your food and your parking and your stuffies and everything you need for the day. And then you go back to your offsite condo and you're like, holy crap, <laughs> I could have made a mortgage payment with what I spent today or whatever. Like, there's some people that no matter what, because of this, like, because you've had that situation, you, it's hard to change your mind. And if you were to, like, plop yourself there at Christmas time and be totally unexpected and have a horrible experience, like, I don't know how you work your way out of that. Like, I'd, certain people may never change their opinion if they've been given a certain experience, whereas this family, obviously... It worked for them. And maybe it works for a lot. Like if they kind of have, maybe you helped with setting their expectations. Well, that's like, what okay, he said. what it is, right? He's like, like, we expected the most horrible time because you, he's like, so we were pleasantly surprised we even got on any of the attractions. <laughs> so it worked. But yeah. you have to be so aware of, of the crowds. Like planet, that's, it's such, you well, know. I think as time goes on, we're, we're a lot, le we have a lot less patience for waiting too. Oh, for right? sure. Like, so. Yeah, that's true. Well, we also got, so speaking of the crowds and, and all of that stuff and being aware of that, um, Laura said, so Laura said, underestimating the travel time between the resorts and Disney Springs and the park, especially on the 4th of July, when we tried to get from Disney Springs to the Magic Kingdom. We thought it would be quicker taking a minivan, but couldn't get one and ended up taking an Uber. The driver was saying in the car when we were stuck in the crazy traffic, we need to get these guys to the fireworks for the July 4th. They're all the way here from Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> then we forgot with an Uber, you have to go to the ticket and transportation center. So then we had to get the monorail. It was pretty stressful, but we made it. Just. Thank heavens. The fireworks were worth it, though. Like, just as they were turning around the train station. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? And that is, it's it's true, though, but the traffic on times like that can be mm -hmm. absolutely horrendous, especially during the busy times, July 4th, Thanksgiving, On Christmas. a run Disney. Watch you. <laughs> Have you oh ever? my Carrie, do you know how many times <laughs> I've just done that? I'm so directionally challenged at the best of times that there was once a run Disney thing going on. We were trying to get to the Magic Kingdom from I can't even remember what resort we were staying at. I was driving. We ended up in celebration not once but twice. <laughs> and then we finally just said, forget it. And we just went for lunch somewhere, I think, on International Drive and, and waited for the race to be over because we could not figure out how to get to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I did it one morning. I was trying to get over to 
like Kona for breakfast or something and I was like and then we were in a cab and I was like this cab is gonna cost a lot of money as we're waiting and waiting like I think it was it wasn't that bad but but it was probably like you know and this was like yeah this might have been in the very early 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 days of like Uber maybe because I think I was with my niece and Um, the detours like there's so many detours and then you're sitting in traffic like the Disney roads generally there's not like stop and go unless you're like leaving the magic kingdom on the 4th of July and the fireworks are over, but, or Hollywood studios parking lot. It's traditionally horrible to get out of, but on those run Disney weekends. Oh my goodness. You can't get anywhere. Yeah. They rode everything to different places and yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So that's, so being aware of the crowds and, and all sorts of stuff. That's, Timing that's for a good your one. Travel. Timing for your travel. Travel time is good. Yeah. That is a big one too. Getting from park to park, resort to park, setting enough time to get there is, is huge. Especially if you have dining reservations on the other end, right? Well, and even after, even after when the parks close, like being able to not, like to not have the feeling of rushing, right? Because that's stressful too. Like, or, you know, after when the mm-hmm. parks close, like waiting and waiting and waiting because there's so many people leaving. But like to be able to be like, whatever, you yeah. know, shop a little bit, take your time so that you don't feel the stress of like everybody. Yes. Well, we and, and then you're waiting. You're going to either wait either way. You're going to wait while you like mm-hmm. grab an ice cream and, and, and sit somewhere for a while or you're going to wait at the bus stop. <laughs> yes, we either we either want to be out of the park before the end of whatever is going on before park closing or we wait and let the masses leave and then we leave i just uh, yeah we can't do that anyway okay so the next one that we got was from aiden aiden said um on our first trip we didn't bring proper shoes (laughs) now we only bring well broken in sneakers that have good arch support at least two pairs so we can alternate each day it's the best way to avoid blisters and that was uh, our friend Aiden at Pure Magic. And he, um, which is so true, good shoes, like you cannot you cannot bring new shoes. Mm-mm. But also when you get stuck in the rain. So, oh, yeah, good point. Oh, my goodness. So, Carrie, I can tell you there was once we were there for, I think it was a Halloween party, and it was like a monsoon. I don't know what happened, but we were drenched. Like it was like we just jumped in a bath went swimming that wet and my shoes were not dry like three days later (laughs) like we had them out on the balcony we had them everywhere like three days later they were not dry and luckily I overpacked so I had like three other pairs of shoes to choose from but those were my really comfy shoes so I was kind of upset but absolutely you need more than one pair of shoes especially for that yeah can you imagine getting blisters on that first day and then having sore, your feet all taped up and... Well, I can because blister. when I was a kid, for some reason, when you went to the parks, you got dressed up. So I was always in dresses and little dress shoes. Wow. Yeah. Stupid, right? Weird. weird. <laughs> it's so weird. I'm one of those people that wears croc flops in the park. And I know as I get older, those days are numbered and my, my feet may not survive even now mm-hmm. as well as they did in the past but i'm like i'm a i'm a croc flip-flop like almost barely ever wear running shoes in the parks oh my goodness i'm i, I could live in running shoes i have to live yeah i i can't walk in flip-flops i would trip i'd be flat on my face 
I usually wear my Mickey Vans. I won well, yes. now they've got holes in them because I've worn them so much. I don't even know that I can really wear them or my Croc flip flops. You're gonna have to figure out your shoes for your next trip. Yeah, start breaking them in now because it's not far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denise from Pure Magic said, "Staying off property, never again." Yes, we concur. Definitely. (laughs) Uh, Jennifer said, I did bring two pair of shoes. The one pair I brought hurt my feet terribly. So I had the other one for a week. Next time, two good pairs. And something to wrap my feet in and my foot massager ball. So you know, which is a good thing, right? You know, people have those, they're like the tension balls. Mm-hmm. And they use them to massage their shoulders or their, you, you put them on the ground and you roll your feet well, on them and it kind of, it stretches out your feet. Uh, that's, you know, and that wouldn't take up too much room in your suitcase. So that's, that's a really good one. You know what else I think I, I, I usually joke with people too about their shoes. I'm like, and I'll say, you know, you have to wear like bring comfortable shoes. Don't bring new shoes, whatever. It's like, really you do like, if you don't understand how much walking you do when you're there when like you bust your shoes like you need to get new shoes when you come home right you're like those shoes those <laughs> the rubber's faithful, worn the old faithfuls that you brought because you knew they were going to be there for you the whole trip when you get home you need to go running shoe shopping because you've walked like yeah whatever 20 <laughs> kilometers every day 13 like kilometers the, every day the tires on your car you've worn them down it's done yeah you replace them Agreed. Wear, the, wear them in at home, but you get to wear in your new shoes at home. <laughs> Not in a theme park. We had a lot of comments from the PMV gang. Um, Jeremy at PMV said, "Be careful, <laughs> be careful when choosing your Animal Kingdom park outfit. If you plan on riding Cali River Rapids, white is not your friend. <laughs> you will get soaked." But he did say it is a good excuse to get a new shirt or pants or shorts. <laughs> Not as easy to find pants or shorts at a theme park, though. The shirt, for sure. And that's a good one. When you think, when you get wet, you know, it well, is Well, on Cali River Rapids, you either get, like, not wet or you get wet right through and through. So Yeah. Yeah. I don't know 100%. if there's any in between. No. And, and that's why you don't necessarily like it. You figured out the strategy for not getting wet on Splash Mountain, but there is no strategy mm. to be had for Cali River Rapids. The beacon of soap to your undies. That's, <laughs> that's that. Whoever in the boat is the beacon, <laughs> which is usually me in the raft. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It, but it is a good excuse to buy. So yeah. I do the same in the winter time, like in the, in the fall and like over the, the quote unquote winter in Florida. Uh, I generally bring like one sweater because then, uh, I have an excuse because I'll be cold one night and I'll have to buy another one. You see? Uh, (laughs) Gail said, sunscreen wiped off of the back of my calves from various seated rides. I got so burned. Reapply, reapply, reapply. Yes. Never even thought about that from the back of your calves. Because Mm. when you sit on those rides and it's all coming off and it's hot, it's hot. The sun is stronger than lots of places you would be. And yeah, it would rub off, I guess. Huh. Reapply the sunscreen. Sunscreen is your friend. Sandy from PMV said, expecting my second child to love it as much as my first. Hmm. It was a completely different trip the first time when we took him. And we've since had to modify our plans to make sure he's enjoying himself too. 
Mm-hmm. Not all kids will enjoy it the same way. Some might enjoy the attractions. Some might enjoy the parades. Some might just want to be back in the swimming pool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. They just want to hang out. Digging all trip. <laughs> they want to be at the. They want to be at back at Port Orleans, playing in the park. The, that looks like the park that's like three blocks away from your house. <laughs> but it's so much fun. <laughs> but everybody else, you know, gets to have fun at Disney World. Okay, so then Karen said, rookie mistake was booking a resort change in the middle of our trip. The kids were cranky. I was tired and had to pack them and then unpack again. Mm. Lost pretty much the day to moving and getting organized. Even with Disney moving our bags for us, it was too much. I think that isn't like that kind of I think goes in line with like the first visit versus the later visits too. Like yes. when you you don't want to waste a a day when you're if it's your first trip doing no. that. And again, this- like and with kids is different too because yeah, mom's got to do all the work. Like the parents have to do all mm-hmm. the work probably, you know, and the kids want to go to the pool or go to the park and you've got to deal with that for the whole day and it really isn't a down day. If yeah. you've got to worry about packing up and moving and unpacking. Yeah. For sure. It's a, but- it's a lot. And even for seasoned travelers, like, you know, we do split stays all the time, but it's more traditionally it's because we can't get availability the whole time because I'm a last minute booker. But split stays are hard, even for the most seasoned who have done yeah. it lots and lots of times. You have to check out by 11 and you can't check in till three or whatever. You've got that window in the middle. Then what do you do? Even with them moving yeah. your bags and stuff. It's definitely easier if you have your own vehicle. And I think yes. it's easy if you are there for an extended time. Like then you don't then you don't mind, right? Yes. If you if you have a bit longer of a trip too, because then your your day your move day could be your relaxation day where you're going to go hang by the pool at your new resort or wherever you're checking into and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if you're just if this is one of your first few trips. Moving resorts is never a good idea. Yeah. Just go again next time and say somewhere different. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Rick said, my biggest mistake was planning out my entire day the first time I went to Magic Kingdom. Mm. It was stressful and I was more focused on getting from A to B than enjoying being there and taking everything in. After that, when I go, I just go with the flow and enjoy it so much more. Rides are going to break down, weather may delay shows or stop the rides. I've learned my lesson and I enjoy it way more. That's good. So true. So true. And that's, you know, like we say that and I feel like people say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you would say that. Don't plan too much, blah, 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 because you go all the time. But it's true. It, it, it really is. It can totally ruin your vacation if you plan. You know what I think, too, like if you in planning minute by minute or thing you know you'll still you'll miss the magic but you'll still like you still may miss things and it mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's not a guarantee even if that day works out exactly as as, as you, you planned had planned you're i still think there's a big potential in missing mm-hmm. you know missing some things that would have been very good for your family but but you just didn't know about them or whatever because you were focused on yeah you know, riding all of the the big rides or or whatever right fitting ever fitting your snacks and your this and your that and whatever and like i think yeah. you can still miss you can miss some pretty cool stuff 100 percent doesn't mean it's going to be you check everything off the list <laughs> yeah cindy said this oh i felt bad reading this one working too hard days before we left 
I pinched my sciatic nerve and had to be pushed around in a wheelchair the whole trip. Ouch. Yeah, that is ouchies. It's never fun to be in pain at the parks. To kind of tie it into like the over planning and the everything, like a million things to do in a day and like going crazy morning till night is that when you come home from this trip, like your kids may, the little kids may bounce back, but like you've had this pressure of like this intense itiner- itinerary <laughs> you've yeah. been you know the pressure of making sure everybody is where they need to be so there's like the mental anguish and the mental pressure of you maybe not enjoying the magical moments because you've got this thing this intense schedule you've went from morning to night non-stop and you come home and you've got to go to work the next day like hopefully <laughs> maybe you yes. like i i think people underestimate like one mm-hmm. thing that comes with like that go 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 and not giving your even if you had a moderately you know in t- like not even intense moderate planned trip where you were spending a lot you'd still probably come back and be like wow that was a lot of fun but boy like that's a different type of pace than i'm usually on my yes. vacations where i'm laying beside the pool for seven days or whatever so imagine like a go 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 where you've busted you you gotta go you've gotta go shoe shopping by the weekend because you've busted <laughs> your runners and, and you've got to go to work you know you come home on sunday and you've got to go to work tomorrow yeah like that's no, good. That's yeah. a good tip. Plan plan for a day or two downtime when you get home. And I know Look. there's a lot of people like that, you know, you want to maximize all of your vacation mm-hmm. days. But there are people I know that definitely make sure they have the couple days when they get home. Like they'll purposely come home on a Friday so that they have the weekend or even try to take a day off or two before to like really prep. And I would think that with traveling with children, you know, having those couple of days to make sure you're ready before you go are yes. probably just as valuable as the days on the end <laughs> to recuperate right um but yeah yeah it makes such a difference and you know when you think about all of the stuff that you're doing when you're there pushing someone in a wheelchair is yeah. also a lot of har- yep. a lot of hard work thank goodness for those um scooters now because let me tell you when we used to take my parents and they had wheelchairs it was a work. I was exhausted, and it, I was a teenager then, so I had mm-hmm. energy. Uh, I can't imagine doing it now, like because the the roads are not flat anywhere in any of the parks. I can tell you that right now. Animal Kingdom oh, is the worst. Cobble. <laughs> exactly. No oh, dear. We got another one here from Kimberly at PMV who said, the mistake I make every trip and will continue to make every trip is having too big of a list of things I want to try in the way of food and snacks and promising myself I will try lots of new things, but then always end up eating all my favorites and hardly having room to even try a few new things on my trip. (laughs) This is Kimberly at PMV. Kimberly, I concur. Uh, Jessica said she makes the mistake too. <laughs> and Angela said, look at it as more of a challenge than a mistake. <laughs> challenge accepted. We do the same thing. We have all these plans of we're going to eat this. We're going to do this. I have learned to this point now that I am just going to limit it. Like there'll be two or three things that are on my must do list. And Be realistic. that's it. Because you have to be realistic. Like, the bread service at Sanaa, I have to do. And you know what? This is really going to... So, like, I have to go and try it. But you've never tried it either. Mm -mm. So I might have to try it twice. If I finally try it in August, I might have to try it again with you in October. Hopefully you like it or else I won't get to go in October. (laughs) (laughs) 
the thing with like the like going towards your favorite things, but it's not like it's it's totally being a creature of habit. Like you get in the park, you're hungry. Like you're not necessarily thinking about what I you know. Oh, I've got to try something new. Like you you go, you grab that pretzel, and then like 15 minutes later, you're like you walk by the thing that you wanted to try, and you're like, oh yeah, I oh I yeah. just want a pretzel. I know. I know. <laughs> it's not I, that it's it's not even that we're like self sabotaging. It's just our cre- like our internal like habits or whatever. We're not even thinking. We're just we they just, just take do, over. We're just like oh yeah, we're hungry. Oh there's oh we walk in the park. We better get something to eat before we start walking around. You know, walking <laughs> from here to there. Oh let's just grab a quick let's quick get a get a carrot cake cookie and a pretzel. Okay yeah yeah yeah. And then or we get a drink or whatever. And then you're like, Oh, but I wanted to try that, you know, boba ball thing. I wanted to try that iced coffee. I wanted to, but meanwhile, you've got a pretzel and a Starbucks in your hand and you're like, Oh, dang it. I have to wait till later. <laughs> and then I'll come back. And then, and then we I'll never come, come back. back. And then, and then you, Oh, we'll get that next time. We'll get that. We'll get that later. Yep. And then you walk past the nachos in Mexico on your way around and you get your not, and then you're like, Oh, dang it. We were going to try the whatever, whatever, whatever here tonight. Oh, but we just had nachos. <laughs> Yeah, dang it! Always, it always happens. Always happens. Uh, Nuala said, <laughs> "Bringing the ex to our first ever Disney trip." <laughs> That's a mistake. Uh, I guess, though, at the time he they weren't an ex. Uh, but that's the memory I guess you have of your. That's family. the you know it's funny because I have a I have a few trips with exes. <laughs> I have a few a few exes that have uh, enjoyed a, a Disney family vacation with me, and it, you know after time it's easier to look back on them. Uh, there are some pictures in the Magic Kingdom with heads cut off. Uh, <laughs> I think you need to do an album of them. Oh my gosh. So I think it wasn't long ago that I showed you. There was one, uh, one ex we went, I want to say, I don't know when, but they had this photo pass opportunity where you could go and get the two of you in like a wedding magazine. And they put the wedding magazine frame around you and they gave you the, the bride and groom ears to be pictured in. So of course, you know, we were madly in love and, and him and I went and had this picture done. So, uh, yeah, afterwards, uh, you know, when we, after we broke up, I taped over his, cause I really liked the picture of me in the, in the bride thing with the ears on. So I taped a picture of, um, a Fred Dreyer over his head in the picture. Oh, <laughs> I still have it. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's that's always a consider that when you're taking your 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 partner to to Florida if they're going to be around for a long time or you're going to be cutting off heads, make sure that they're not standing in front of the castle because it's hard to get around. Well, that's the thing. Like back in the day, you could just cut, you could just rip pictures in half, or you could put stickers over top there. You open up that album and you could put like. <laughs> Cut out your favorite celebrities and put the Harrison Ford faces on top of them. But now you either got to delete that file or you have to have some pretty good photoshopping capabilities. (laughs) It was a lot easier back in the... Or you just lose all the memories, just delete. Or you keep them. You either keep them, you delete them, or you need to be a Photoshop uh, master. (laughs) And you see all of these people. uh, Do you ever see those on Facebook where people are are saying, can somebody take out this person? You have that guy that does all the... The guy where they say, can you do this to me or that to me? And he takes it like literally and gives them... (laughs) 
Some of those Photoshop things are hysterical. Like, can you I make could... my boyfriend a handsome chap, and so like he'll put like a chapstick in like in his head and like whatever he does stuff like that. <laughs> I can spend hours looking at those and just cracking up. They're funny. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so <laughs> maybe that's are... a side business. Need What's that? Your, you take your taking your ex, your ex out of those trip, trip pictures. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, maybe that's a side. Make business new photo course. albums for them, so we edit the pictures to take the X out, superimpose different things in, and then mm-hmm. print them out a nice new trip album. Can you make all of Mem- mine with Harrison memory Ford? Memory erased. <laughs> you can. You can take out all my X's and put in Harrison Ford. Yeah, <laughs> or like put a character or something. We'd have to have a like a. Uh, we'd have to have a good inventory of uh, of pictures to like pop in. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, um, Carrie said booking things, not you, (laughs) booking things too early on day three jet lag kicks in by then since two nice early days and three late ones. So Mm -hmm. she's talking about booking things after you arrive, you book them too early in the morning and you got jet lag for a couple of days, especially for those people like coming from Britain and stuff. And you've got the time difference, the jet lag. But also, the, yeah, big time. We don't really have to worry about that, but anybody that's on a time zone change. But you know, another thing too, the same sort of thing is like, another thing I'll suggest to people is like doing early things earlier in like jet, jet lag aside. So not the situation, but when you have no <laughs> jet lag, like right. put the early things earlier in the trip because as the trip goes on, it's going to be harder to get up in the morning and you're going to be more tired. That's so like imagine so doing true. like getting your, your, I've got a break. I finally got that princess breakfast at, at, um, <laughs> at magic kingdom on day six, but it's like, but we have to be at the six fifty five. <laughs> it's early magic morning. And I got a six fifty five reservation. Like on, we got to be on the bus by 4am. <laughs> we'll call the cab. <laughs> Like, you know, they make reservations so early they can't even take trans. They can't even take Disney transportation (laughs) to get to it, and it's like on day five or six of their of their trip. And think about how you like earlier in the trip you're more excited too. The kids are more excited. It might be easier to get the kids up and moving. By day six, the kids are falling asleep in their cereal. Three full days of like running, like and maybe like when I say three full days of running in the park, but just three. You don't have to be there from morning to night to get exhausted. Like just three busy. Like, yeah, exciting days and being in the heat yeah. and being in the heat. Yes. Yeah. So you know, sometimes it's a bit easier uh, to plan some stuff like that earlier in the trip and allow the and later in the trip. You know, maybe your itinerary is a little bit looser because you're all excited those first couple of days, right? Like nothing's yeah. gonna stop you. Yes. You, if you're gonna do three full days and three days downtime, you do your three full days up front. Get them yes. done and over with because you're gonna be exhausted regardless exactly <laughs> and you're, you're running on adrenaline because you're so excited to be mm-hmm. there but yeah. imagine like having yeah like having that and um and then being like being having that adrenaline that you're in your favorite place <laughs> yeah but then having jet lag see when we go to oh. Cal- like going to california we like from the east coast to la we get we get the benefit of arriving because the time change so when when I went to the D23 Expo the first time, uh, we did a week at 
we did a week at Disney or time at Disneyland and then we did the expo. And the expo means like getting up and like getting in line. Like back then it was getting in line at six o'clock in the morning. Now you just sleep over. People just sleep on the floor. But back in the right. early years, you, you got there around five thirty, six o'clock. And so we had a whole week of like we adjusted to the time zone and then a whole week of like running around the parks and having fun. And then we had to get up and go to the expo. Then the light bulb went on and we've never, ever, 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 <laughs> ever done that since. So we arrive the day before the expo starts so we can get our tickets. And then the next day, because our clock, our, our body, your clocks, internal clock, our internal clocks are still like on the East Coast. Like we went getting up or like we it by the time you're coming home after an extended trip to L.A., your body's finally adjusting to the fact that you're not three hours ahead or whatever we are at right. home. Right. So we it's no problem. Like we can arrive. And then the next day we're up at like and no problem getting up for those three expo days because you've got the adrenaline, but you've also your body saying, yeah, it's time to get up. Like, yes. Like, and you're still on that time. And you're still on that time. Yeah. And so you, so we started to do that and we've never done it the opposite way. Like we learned the hard way. Like totally imagine spending three yep. full days at the expo after spending like a week mm-hmm. at, at the, like at a park being excited, running around, doing whatever. It's exactly what we're talking about with Walt Disney World, right? Like you, you've got to make sure that you factor in the jet lag and the time difference. Yeah. Big time. For your plans. Unless you can make it work, like in that case. That's the only yes. thing. <laughs> yeah. I always find, and I do, that was my issue when we used to drive down, is we would drive so much that, like, yeah. you're exhausted. When we drove, one year we drove down for uh, a cruise for my sister's birthday, and it was the four sisters, and we drove straight through. But it was only two of us that really did the driving. We were exhausted by the time we got there. We drove 22 hours straight. Yeah. No sleep. No, the, two, the other two slept in the back. By the time we got to our uh, hotel at Cocoa Beach, we went to the bar for a drink. And I swear to God, like, we had one beer each and we were toasted. Like, it was done. So it kind of wrecks it. Like, there's a possibility like of a wrecking day. your first day or two. 100%. And that's, and, and the same with, like, driving there, you're on a, like... When like talking about whether you should drive or not driving there, you're you're on the adrenaline too, right? You're going yes. on vacation. Like imagine after a week, like you really need to have the time. Yes, you because really driving really need home, to have the time. Like is miserable because you're going home, and then and you might have to go to work the next day. On exactly. top of exactly, like yeah. you spend an exciting week. Mm-hmm. Even if on a cruise, like you've just had this amazing week. Yeah, and then you and if you're you in a theme park, home. you're running around. And then you have to drive home and then you have to go to work. Like that drive home is like... Yeah. You need to plan for the time. My dad was right. He used to make us do it over three days. Like we would only drive for like six hours a day. Um, but, you know, you also have to have the time to do that. So mm-hmm. that's that's definitely a big mm-hmm. one. Okay. Next, uh, this, is a, this is an agreement with us and uh, a nice comment too. So Nicole said, I just listened to this episode and I think it's one of my favorites so far. Thank you. Uh, Totally agree with all your discussion points, especially regarding Walt Disney World. We've lived and we've learned. Our park hopper was missed booking our second trip, and it was an immediate purchase once we got to the first park and realized that we hadn't booked it. We love staying on Disney property there. California does mean a neighboring hotel, though. So she, she agrees that that needs to be included. Um, I haven't overbooked our days, but have admittedly overpacked. 
LOL. And now, after booking our most recent Disney vacation with PMV, it is the only way I go, and I always recommend them. Very first thing to do when start planning a trip. Oh, thanks, thanks, Nicole. So yeah, see see that the park hopper. I know it's I know it's up for debate. Lots of people tell me they don't agree with the hopper. Um, but you know, I stand firm on that. I think having that flex, if you're spending all that, maybe it, I would feel different if I had to pay for six hoppers, right? Like if I had to pay for a whole family of hoppers, maybe. Uh, but I just no think, happens happening here. <laughs> yeah, like I just think when you're going and you're spending all that money to go on vacation, you, I think that flexibility is huge, right? <laughs> hey, um, kids, hop on the spot. That's your hop. <laughs> That's what our parents would have said to us. <laughs> oh Get hopping. Yep. Good job. <laughs> um, Helen said her mistake was having an itinerary. We just love to go with the flow. If you think this is your one and only trip, you will most likely be mistaken. It's addictive. Just have fun and a magical time. Mm. That is... See? Absolutely. 100% agree. 100% agree. Um, Juanita said driving too many hours straight and then going directly to hoop de doo review on the arrival day. So tired and some headaches in our party. Mm-hmm. Also, that trip, we had only five days total and the Canadian dollar was around 64 cents. Ouch. We had an awesome time, but that was too much driving for a short trip. And now we plan 12 to 14 nights with our DVC stays. Yes. Amen. Amen. So yes, we did just we talked about that the driving, but oh, can you imagine going directly to the hoop de do? I may have been the person that with that <laughs> headache. <laughs> so Juanita could have been talking about you, Gary. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't sleep when I, I don't sleep in in vehicles when when they're driving. Yeah, I I don't think I can either anymore. I just yeah, it's hard. Okay, Holly said, underestimating the heat in the summer and the fall. Mm. Yes, that's a critical one. Having to stay cool in the summer and the fall. I don't think that I've ever been able to articulate properly how hot it really is. It is walking on the surface of the sun. (laughs) It really is. Like, you feel like you could fry an egg on your forehead. It's it's the humidity. (laughs) It is horrible it is like a wall of heat it's yeah i i can't even explain it and you know i know i'm going in august and i know i'm so excited to get there and i'm going to i'm going to melt like i am going to melt and i probably am not going to cover as much space as i'd like because you have to walk a little bit and then rest you have to walk from air conditioning to air conditioning because yeah. it, it really is hot. So don't underestimate need lots what that of, does to you. Lots water. of water, lots of breaks, lots of air con, lots yeah. of... And it makes you tired. Like you need to get enough sleep when you're there when it's that hot too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> somebody said using the call... So Heather said using the call center... They have no idea what's going on and gave me so much misinformation. (laughs) So I asked her a little bit further about that. And she said, you know, how things were working and little things after arrival, like being told we would have bed rails and had to call three times. So um, 
that is one of the things like having those things set up and knowing who to call and what to do before you go. That's where an agent comes in is because honestly, you could be calling the wrong call centers, you could be calling the wrong numbers, you could be calling and and not getting these things set up, especially like bed rails and things like that that you need for your kids. Um, that can be it can be a bit confusing, right? Like there's a lot of things to do there. That one's a hard one underestimating transportation time laura also said the same thing and missing the after the dessert party at epcot oh so underestimating the transportation time especially when you have parties to go to and like dining reservations um jennifer says taking nyquil on the way to the park because my allergies were killing me i fell asleep on so many rides (laughs) (laughs) that's a funny one that is a funny one uh yeah so you gotta be you gotta be aware which is one of the reasons that we suggest that you're gonna bring your own medications when you're going so things like that for allergies and stuff because then you know how you react to them right Mm -hmm. um the last one was kind of funny uh, I, I did have a chuckle when I read it. So the biggest mistake uh, they made, Nicole said, was staying at an all-star resort. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> so in fairness to the all-star resorts, um, they are getting an upgrade in the rooms. Like the rooms are being refurbished. Uh, they were looking some pretty, they were looking a little dated. Uh, mm-hmm. They did need a good refresher. And I think the other reason that the all-star resorts get a bad rap is because a lot of the um, I don't know, tournaments or, or tours or uh, events, like, you know, if the cheerleaders go down or a football team goes down or whatever, they stay, they generally stay at the all-star resorts, which I think is what gives them a bit of a bad rap. Yeah, because there are so many kids that are there and excited to be there that it's a bit loud. Well, and I think you with those groups too. I think there's like there are three resorts that are beside each other too, so it might have the air of like just feeling busier too because yes. they're like right smack dab beside each other and they kind of run into each other sort of. But I think when like you'll hear often people say like <laughs> there was. Uh, cheerleaders practicing or 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 tumbling like off in the distance on the grass and like lots of kids like doing group things together which probably wouldn't happen if they weren't like if yeah like a lot of yeah groups going there uh for sport things or whatever so like you know yeah you know pick up games of practicing soccer and things like that happening and and i've definitely yeah. heard a few times from people like the cheerleading story right like like yeah. you know, you look, you hear in the distance all of the throwing and <laughs> yelling and cheering and and all that stuff. For sure. So, so yeah, they do get a bad rap, but that one kind of made me laugh. But um, yeah, that was that was all of the tips that were submitted by other. I had so much fun reading them, Carrie. It was it was fun to see them come in, yeah. and I think we kind of dove a little further into because got a few new good ones to add I, and some funny ones too. Absolutely. This was a good one. This was an absolute um, ball to to kind of go through. And, and I enjoyed chatting about all this stuff again. Me too. Cool. Now, of course, we're at the part of the podcast where we share our pixie dust. Mm-hmm. 
we do have some shared pixie dust. I think we just need to call this shared pixie dust when it happens because it's not fair that one of us gets to use it for, as pixie dust when it's really, you know, directed at both of us. So we did get a note from Amanda in Pennsylvania who said, Hey, ladies, I am a new listener to the pod and I am loving it. I just wanted to pass along gratitude to both of you for making my commute to the unmagical job more magical. I thought of you both while getting ready for my youngest daughter's second birthday. Mickey Mouse themed, of course. Fran, you and I share a love of cupcakes. Thanks for all you do to bring more pixie dust to the world. Thank you, Amanda in Pennsylvania. I'm glad you're listening. And uh, I hope that your, you know, your commute was a little easier this week (laughs) listening to us babble on about planning mistakes. Mm -hmm. We love getting that kind of feedback. Yeah, we We love it. People make sure you're leaving us reviews um, on the podcast players and and sending us notes of of what topics you enjoyed and what topics you want us to cover next. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, like we never thought we'd have so much feedback on that one that we'd be able to talk about (laughs) it for the majority of the next episode. (laughs) But there were so many good things. Yeah, there were 100%. Okay, Carrie, what was your pixie dust this week? Well, my pixie dust this week was uh, I got to cat sit a ca- uh, my friend's cat this week. So I had to go visit the little furball Milo every every day. And it was nice to get away from these cats here, let me tell you. <laughs> like, you was know, over here, jealousy? they're just like, meow, give me some treats. Meow, where's my food? Meow, have you scooped my litter? It was nice to go over and see a cute little cat that was just like, meow, where's my food? <laughs> meow it was a and it was a different it was a different little it was cat a different, it, was, it was a different meow and a big fluffy cat is a big fluffy cat Mike there's nothing fluffy about any of my cats most of them are wearing tuxedos they're always dressed to the nines so it was a fluffy cat <laughs> just a different cat and it was nice because I lo- like I love cats so I love that I got to spend uh, time you with love cat really I love kitties <laughs> So I got to spend time with a different kitty. So. And it was a cute, it, it was a cute cat. You did send me uh, a picture of the, of yeah. the cat. Yeah. yeah. It was good. So that was my, that was my pixie dust. Some cat, nice. cat love. Cats. Nice. So what about you? What, what's your pixie dust? My pixie dust this week was I finally got back to the hairdressers to get this um, treatment that I get done every once in a blue moon because it helps fight frizz in my hair. I know it sounds really vain and and crazy, but you know what? It just, it makes me feel good. And given that it's going to be so humid when I get there in August, I thought, why not treat myself? So I did. And you know what? It was fun just being at the hairdressers again and and chatting with them all and and see. I've been going to the same hairdresser for like 30 years. So um, it was nice to see them and chit chat and hang out. That's cool. Yeah. It's kind of like seeing old friends and Mm -hmm. yeah, it was fun. Nice. It was fun. Well, Carrie, this was fun as always. And we appreciate everyone listening. Send in feedback, episode ideas. If even if it's stuff you don't just like, message you can just send to say it hi. Out. Yeah, message to say hi. <laughs> send and pictures of your cute cats. Yeah, yeah. Send them to at Muppet Friends Crazy like, yeah, on it. I can't wait for those ones. I can't wait for the seventy-five pictures of cats I'm gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> Pixie, Pixie Dust fans Facebook page. 
Send her lots of messages with cat oh, pictures. She well, would love to see that. She can't wait to cut and paste it and forward it to me. <laughs> the good news is that Carrie has access to the Facebook page so she can go in and look at them all. <laughs> so thank you again for listening, guys, and we'll uh, we'll be back next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure you're following us on your favorite podcast player so you'll get a new episode every week. And find us on social media too. We'd love to hear from you. Till next time, remember, you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after. <laughs>